spiritual warfare. There are certain rules of engagement and principles that you need to know to help you engage in good warfare. Knowledge and enlightenment of these principles will help you in your warfare. I would like to tackle on 11 principles of spiritual warfare. The first principle is that it is your decision to attack or surrender when the enemy attacks you. In 2 Samuel chapter 8 verse 32, the house of Saul attacked the house of David and the house of David retaliated the attack so they went to war. David, the house of David had a decision either to attack or surrender but in this case they attacked. The second principle is that in a war, prophecy should not be taken for granted but they have to be tested, prayed over and approved. In 1 Kings chapter 22, King Ahab asked the prophet whether he should go to war. 400 of them said he should go because victory is certain. The prophet Micah died of his demise in the war, but he did not believe. He didn't test, neither did he even pray over the prophecy. He only accepted the goodwill spoken by the other prophets. At the end, he died in war. This should tell you how delicate prophecies are in war. You need to pray over them. You need to test them. The third principle in a war is that God's word over all else. God told Joshua in Joshua 26 that he had delivered Jericho into his hands along with its king and fighting men and all he had to do was to march around the city once with all the armed men for six days. This may sound so simple and foolish. Looking at the gates of Jericho, which were securely barred because of the Israelites. But God's word, which is sure and true, came to pass, and the walls of Jericho came down. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. The fourth principle is that as a soldier, you have to strengthen your position because you will never know when the heat comes. Judges chapter 7, Gideon attacked the Midianite camp in the night when they were not ready, when they were not prepared, when they were loose. That is when he attacked and he plundered them. The enemy is always looking for a time where you are loose so that he can devour you. You have to stay at your position at all times. You have to stay alert at all times. The fifth principle is that do not fear even when you look like a flock of goats while your enemy looks vase and huge like an Arab's army and the Arameans or like David and Goliath. He that lives in you is greater than he that lives in the world. The power source of the whole universe lives within you. The sixth principle is that there is no friendship in battle. There is nothing like showing mercy in battle. Should be 
The seventh principle is that fear can cause you to lose a battle even before you start. In the story of David and Goliath, the Israelites were so intimidated by Goliath's size and height that they did not even attack. Fear prevented them from attacking the enemy. They just stood in fear and watched him insult them. They couldn't even attack. How do you win a battle if you don't even attack? The eighth principle is that when a leader or the strongest falls in a battle, the battle is won. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, when David killed Goliath, the Israelites won the battle because the strongest or strength of the Philistines had fallen. The ninth principle is that when a team loses a battle, their only option is to surrender, be put to death, or to run for their lives. Also, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, when the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran, and the men of Israel and Judah pursued them. The winning team hunts down the losing team. So when you lose, it's either you, you are put to death, you surrender, and even if you run away, the winning team will hunt you down. The third principle, as a believer in battle, we fight from a point of victory, we fight from a place of victory. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have the victory. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 says, And having the same principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Jesus has already the same principalities. Jesus has already triumphed over the enemy. Jesus has won the victory for you and I. Therefore, when you fight in the place of battle, you fight from a place of victory. The 11th principle, as a believer, the Lord goes before you in battle. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. In Judges chapter 2 verse chapter 3, God did not completely drive out all the nations for the Israelites at once. He led them to test all the other Israelites who had not experienced war. He did this only to teach them warfare. They were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey God's command. This generation of Israelites were not obeying God. They were sinning. They were worshipping Baal and doing all sorts of things. They hadn't passed through warfare. Warfare strengthens you. Warfare helps you to experience endurance. Warfare increases your faith. This generation hadn't endured that, hadn't experienced that. Therefore, God had to make them to pass through warfare. Mind you, God doesn't bring problems your way. God doesn't bring situations that you have to go through your way. But he uses them to strengthen your faith. He uses them to strengthen you. 
as a believer, do not run away from warfare. It's either you surrender or you attack. And surrendering means being a slave to the enemy. As a believer, do not run away from warfare. Fight 